a good crunch even. You want a crunch in your steak? You crunch your steak? You want a crunchy steak? No, no. It depends on the mood. It depends on the meal. It depends on the food. It depends on the deal. What mood makes you want a steak to be crunchy? Beef Wellington. (laughs) So we're just doing word association now. Welcome, everyone, to episode 30 of 99100, the show counting up the top 100 domestic grossing box office movies of 1999. I am your moonshine in a mason jar host, Sparky Shelton. And I am your tequila in a barrel host, Tino Mickens. <laughs> and I'm Ryan. Um, How many times have we started this show by giving us ourselves alcohol names? I don't know. I think... Uh, the rabid fans on the wiki will probably have an answer for us, but I can't keep track. Sure, sure. Are you, you guys are you hear th- the good news? You guys hear the good news? Oh, what's the good news? Alex Trebek died. Oh, <laughs> yeah. dude. Not no. good news. Oh, yeah. Not good news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, no. I'm going to actually insert booing into that. Fine. I'm sorry, guys. I'm That's sorry. It's really sad. No, yeah. I missed the guy already. Battled pancreatic cancer. Why did you make fun of a cancer uh, patient for the first thing that we say on our podcast? On the day of his death, no less. I'm not making fun of Alex Trebek. You said his death was good news. It's not making fun (laughs) of. It's literally despising. It's worse than making fun of. as a joke. I was making fun. Okay? (laughs) Trump, uh, Tino, we're not living in Trump's America anymore. You can't, you're not going to be able to get away with this anymore once Joseph's in the White House. Listen, man, just because Joe Biden is the president now doesn't mean I'm going to stop making my sick, edgy jokes. Well, then clearly you didn't understand the stakes of this election because once Joseph (laughs) Romney Biden is in the White House, comedy's dead. Sorry. Joseph, Joseph, rural living Biden. (laughs) Joseph Amtrak Biden is either going to take your social security away or give too much of it. I, I it's unclear from the Republican messaging. I hope he gives me too much. That'd I would like sick. that too, but then again, yeah. that would turn me into a welfare queen, and I'm pretty sure that means that I would have crack babies. I don't know. I only listen but... to uh, I listen to Republican talk radio when I take my Valium, so it's all sort of jumbled up in there. Speaking yeah, of Valium. <laughs> oh, it's very true. Wow. Yeah. Speaking of Valium, are do you want to carry on, Ryan? Do you want to do you remember how to do the intro, the lead in? Do you want to give it a shot? S- speaking of Valium, our movie today that we watched was Girl Interrupted, the 1999 classic starring Winona Ryder and Angelina Jolie and Whoopi Goldberg. You did it. You got all the points. I would say in the wrong order and with the wrong intonation, but you know, only, only, only room to grow. You know, definitely. Also, you, you forgot about Jared. You forgot about Jared Leto. <laughs> you forgot about Jared Leto and the cab driver that I swore on my life was Michael Palin, but turns out was not Michael Palin. <laughs> would have been a sick twist at the end. If like he pulled off a mask and it was Michael Palin, it didn't and he even goes, need a mask. I'm a he looked, bloody bloke. He looked a lot like Michael Palin. I forgot the most important one though. Who's that? Jeffrey Tambor. Mm. Oh, of course. Yeah, fat Jeffrey. Jeffrey Tambor making the second appearance on in uh, 1999 movies. Um, you may remember him from the head of the alien intelligence wing of the DOD. From Muppets in Space, one of our most downloaded episodes, Muppets from Space. (laughs) Or Sparky's comedy show at Temple Betham. Yeah, the the famed Betham comedy show. So this movie is about Winona Ryder, frankly. Yes. Um, And it's sort of... uh, She's uh she's got some troubles. She's a, she's depressed, she thinks, but also it seems like there's some other stuff going on maybe and she doesn't know what's going on and she goes to a mental asylum and then it's basically like so not it's not an asylum, it's like a 
I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's basically place. an asylum. It's like a hos- mental hospital. Yeah, a mental least. hospital. And it's like in the 60s too, so it's not good, really. It's not great <laughs> for a mental hospital. They hadn't quite... It, psychiatry was still pretty loosey-goosey in those days. Yeah. They were yeah. really just throwing pasta at the wall, seeing what stuck. Okay. Speaking of throwing pasta at the wall, seeing what sticks. Okay. What the fuck is up with that? <laughs> what Why the fuck is up with it? Um, it's to tell if it's ripe. Not okay, the word, well. not the word. Um, but somehow <laughs> is the word. That's no, 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 no. Because you can just take a bite, right? Like you don't have to throw it at the wall. Yeah. I could just take a bite of an apple. I don't have to fucking wait for it to fall off the tree into my basket. You know what I mean? I don't know but what you why? mean. What you just said was completely <laughs> nonsensical. I, you know, we're we are we are rapidly approaching a third of the way through this project, and I'm fucking sick of us just us being Tino and me just accepting when you say fucking dumb garbage. <laughs> it's it the stops best part today. of the podcast. It stops today. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> Explain it to me. Well, Sparky, I actually got you... it. I got it. Yeah. Okay, Constantine, go ahead and explain. Ripe. Let's talk about that word, right? What does it mean? It's when something stinks bad, a ripe ass fart. Okay? Don't like that. And Ryan is talking about the fact that you know an apple is ready to eat because the tree starts giving off these fumes, these disgusting, toxic, smelly fumes, and those fumes cause the fruits to fall off the tree. And that's when you know it's ready to eat. My point is... Why are you putting starch on your wall? You have a wet noodle, right? Yeah. And you're getting your wall sticky for no reason. I mean, you can I just def- take a bite of that. I definitely think that that's true. Like that's definitely the way to do it is just take a bite. You can just like scoop some out and let them sit for a second and they'll be cool enough. But yeah. I also yeah. think that it's people are dumb and they don't want to touch a noodle. So they like throw it at the wall that's before. What that's what I'm saying, though, and that's what I have been saying for the last ten minutes here. You are paying so much money to have this food, and then when you have this food, it burns your tongue. You know, you so... think you'd think <laughs> six months into this, you'd understand not to call back to the cold open because it's definitely going to get edited out, and yet every week, every week. <laughs> It for it it forces you into a in a, into a queen's gambit, as they say. Oh, have you guys been watching Queen's Gambit? I have been. No. It's amazing. It's very good. It's a very what, good I, show. Is it like the crown? It's a little bit like the crown, except it the queen is a chess piece. Ah it's about uh Yeah. How about this that? chess prodigy. Yeah. Very, very good. Very good show. Threw me for a loop. This movie is like one flew over the cuckoo's nest mixed with the breakfast club. Thoughts? Yeah, that's the show. You hit it in one. We don't need to talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah. You have you have effectively compressed this two and a half hour movie down to 35 seconds. Yeah. That's probably what the executive that was pitched on this movie pitched this movie as. You know what I mean? Because the Mm. writer and the director would have been like, it's this exploration of mental health and stability. And the fucking jackass coked up suit goes to his higher up and like, there's this really good movie. It's like, uh, it's like breakfast club meets one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah. And everyone's like, Ooh, wow. But you're probably wrong. I think because it's based on a book. So, I think it's sort of yeah, but it was came definitely the dis- book. yeah, sure, okay, fine. You know, do you think executives know how to fucking read? Asleep at the wheel. That's a good point. So Winona Ryder, Leto is the main character of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Leto is the main character of every movie that he is he's in, according to Jared Leto. Yeah. Um. But no, yeah, Winona Ryder. Uh, goes to this mental hospital and she 
is trying to figure out what's going on. It's pretty weird. They're giving her pills. They're force feeding her pills. There's this uh, there's this girl who's played by the girl from Handmaid's Tale. Elizabeth Moss. Yes. And she has like this burn on her face, um, which is, you know, cool, I guess. Um, <laughs> and there's uh whoopi goldberg baby whoopi goldberg is like the the head nurse or whatever yeah at the place um and then there's also angelina jolie who is like the bad girl and she's always escaping and shit her Um, name is lisa and in one of the first scenes um uh um winona Ryder, whose name was what again suzanne i believe yeah, that's a sounds right. Um, mm. uh, she uh, uh, is like assaulted by Angelina Jolie because uh, uh, Lisa Angelina Jolie, um, not the actress, obviously. Although maybe, pick a, do you pick think Angelina name. Jolie is method? No, I think so. Yeah, yeah. There's I no do. way. What do you mean? There's no way. What how do you is mean? There no yeah. Way? Uh, how is there no way? I mean, for this one, maybe. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna backtrack a little bit. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but what? So what? You think she wasn't being method when she was playing Beowulf's mom? <laughs> Absolutely not. I think she was just being Angelina Jolie and being like Beowulf. Don't do that. Don't be a wolf. And when also she was Beowulf. when she was Laura Croft Tomb Raider, she actually uh, went underwent a six week training program to decrease her pixel count. It's a little mm. joke for the Isn't nerds that just called a out diet? there. That's <laughs> a little joke for all. No, the... her pixel count, Ryan, like a video game. Like a video game. Ah, like a computer. So like she like did keto? a semester abroad at Nintendo 64 University. <laughs> oh, tech stuff, huh? Is tech that like stuff. intermittent fasting? It's, yes. Yeah, it's exactly like that. <laughs> so she's Lisa is very angry at Suzanne because uh, Elizabeth Moss, Elizabeth Moss's old roommate who was Lisa's girlfriend, committed suicide um, and while Lisa ran away and now she's back and very sad, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So they get off to a rocky start, to say the least. But kind of a hot one, too. Like, there's something there. Yeah. You know? It's a little steamy. It's, uh, there's some tension. Who, Angelina? Yeah. Angelina and Winona. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, you know, she, it's so, it's sort of the classic, like, I don't know, whenever I imagine like, um, uh, something set in a mental hospital, I feel like there's always that scene where the person has to take their pills the first time. And there's also always that scene where someone is like, just hide it under your tongue. Yeah. And so that happens. Angelina Jolie is like, you know, influencing Winona Ryder to be a new bad girl. Um... And Angelina Jolie, even though she's mean, she really gets along with everybody. Yeah, you know? it's, I think it's more she's been there so long that everybody's sort of adapted around her. So I don't think she really like, you know, ha- has the sort of power of destruction that she thinks she does. Right. And um, and all the while we get flashbacks to Winona Ryder in high school. She's sort of, you know, the adrift. She's not going to college. She's the only one from her f- high school not going to college. Uh, she, she's got like wealthy parents that are very, you know, high society, etc. Mm. Here's a Boston, note on that: the Boston that Brahmins, like as they're called. I have a question. Yeah. So, um, later in the movie. They talk about like payments and shit and like how mental disabilities aren't like financial problems. They're they're not like permanent or whatever. They are I don't they're not determinated. Fuck, what's the word I'm looking for? Terminated. No, not terminated. They're not adjourned. Tactical. You got this, man. You got this, Ryan. Tactical. Damn, what is this word? What he say in the movie? Fuck. Radio. I don't know, but just power through, bro. Power anyway, through. Anyway, so he's it. like, um, 
for for argument for my argument's sake, I'm gonna say they're not concrete. Whereas financial, <laughs> you got money and math and shit, but mental disabilities, you know, it's like a little bit of what wonky, winky wonky, topsy turvy kind of shit going on. So, <laughs> are they paying for Winona Ryder to be there the whole time? Um. Oh, I know what scene you're talking about. Yeah. Um, it's not like accounting, is what I think what he said. Um. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I think so. I would assume so. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg makes a, her nurse makes a reference later in the movie of said, like, I've been to state institutions. This place is a fucking five star hotel. Um, yeah. When Winona Ryder is lashing out. Um, and uh, so all so all the while we're getting cut. We're getting cut back to her life at a da- She's at a dance talking to some guy that looked like my dad when he was young, um, talking mm. about being an ethnobotanist, and then out of the crowd comes Jared Leto. He's got a full head of hair. Mm. Um, he looks so much like Zac Efron oh my in God. this movie. Yeah, it's dude. crazy. Something about him having a beard makes him look more like Zephron, even though Zephron does not have a beard. Uh, Zephron it looks like him in, in that one serial killer movie. Seven. Yes. No. Not seven. <laughs> That's Brad Pitt, buddy. Pretty sure it's the seven. The Ted Bundy movie? Yeah, Ted Bundy. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw that. And this is, uh, this is I think, I'm going to steal this from my highlight. Uh, this conversation that Jared Leto has with Winona Ryder. Actually, maybe I should talk about Castiel, because <laughs> that guy from Supernatural... I think his name is Castiel, but I never watched the show. That guy from Supernatural also talks to her at the party, and he's just a freaking nunce. No game. Jared Leto walks <laughs> up. Jared Leto earlier in the day saw Winona Ryder sleeping through her graduation ceremony. She did not get to walk. Well, she comes up to her. she was there, and she fell asleep when they were calling right, her yeah. name. Literally sitting in her seat. Um, and Jared Leto walks up, and he's like, Hey, I'm... I'm this guy's brother, so I saw you at graduation today. And then he goes, you're really pretty when you sleep. Cut. I love that. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Kind of gross and weird, but I got what happened. You know what I mean? We don't need to see it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I I resent that trope, and I'll tell you why. I, um, you know, grew up watching movies. I would say I watch movies pretty regularly. Sure. Um, and you watch this one. And te- I did watch this one. I sure did. Um, and I watched television. And I picked up on the witty sort of flirtation, and I could sort of imitate that like a little bit. Like I uh, smooth things to say do populate in my mind pretty often. What really bothers, what I'm really bad at, and what I'm really like not competent in is the logistics of where to go after that because in the movies they just cut away it's already you know it's all done deal Mm, mm. but in real life you gotta like keep talking and you can't just like stare and like have a knowing glance (laughs) and then end up together you have to like you know continue talking so I kind of resent that that's gonna be my uh, seller low light it's my inability to understand conversations. That's fair. Oh I'll take God. that. That's, I'll take that. For me, it's the kind of thing where it's like, I don't want to see Jared Leto and Winona Ryder fucking because like, I'm never going to experience that. There's no world where I'm going to fuck Jared Leto or Winona Ryder. And it's, so it's Let alone at the same time. I know. I mean, Let what the alone hell, right? 21 years ago. What Here's a, a question. Okay. Why did they let Jared Leto into the mental institution and have sex with one of the patients. I thought about this too. Yeah, Jared Leto does come to visit because he's been drafted. Yeah, they um, talked about they had a conversation about killing themselves and then uh it turned weird because Jared Leto was anxious about being drafted, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Sure. Already kind of weird, right? Like not not a great normal conversation to be having. Um but then yeah, he comes and visits in the present timeline. Um and they're fucking making out 
all over the place in her bedroom and people walk in on her. I think the thing is probably regulations were a lot looser back then, right? Or it's it's not like like she has visitor privileges, like her parents show up somewhat regularly in a couple of shots. I think she is allowed to have visitors. Sure. But I guess if I worked at a mental institution and I saw one of my patients fucking, I'd be like, um, probably not now, right? Like, you should probably focus on yourself, hon, right? <laughs> probably not now, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and Jared Leto tries to get her to move to Canada with him. <laughs> classic. Classic. The classic move. Yeah. Classic draft-dodging bullshit, man. Yeah. People don't talk about that. Jared Leto tried to dodge the draft. Successfully dodged the draft, and he did it by being in the movie Dallas Buyers Club. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, people gave him a lot of guff when he mailed his own shit to other actors on Suicide Squad, but people don't talk about that's what he does on every movie. Yeah, very true. And they also don't talk about the fact that almost getting drafted is a pretty traumatic experience. And so maybe we should have more empathy for him when he's sending his shit to people, you know? <laughs> almost, Ever thought yeah. about it like that? I, you know, God's honest truth, I hadn't thought about it like that. So I, I want to thank you for opening my mind to new perspectives, Tino. Of course, man. There's also another patient in the hospital uh, who sort of is very good at uh, keeping up appearances um and she has a relationship with i believe jeffrey tambor yeah right? yeah yeah um jeffrey yeah. tambor will bring her fully cooked chickens which she eats in in her room instead of eating in the cafeteria she's got a laxative addiction yeah um and you yeah. skipped the part about how she keeps the rest of the chicken yeah, sure, her I name mean, is. I didn't want to. Her name is Daisy. I thought she got the chickens from her dad, who owned a deli. And that's then, possible. And I then got the... confused because she kept referring to daddy, but then when I learned that she was fucking Jeffrey Tambor, I thought she just calls Jeffrey Tambor daddy. But I could be wrong. I have no clue. I didn't follow yeah. that. Her name is Daisy. And she get she makes it out, man. They she makes it out. She has a two-story New York apartment. Um, Can't be cheap. C- couldn't possibly be. And she has chickens and nothing else. She only yeah, chickens eats chickens. and laxatives. Yep, that's all she's got. And no Valium. She wants Valium, but she can't get Valium. Right. Anyway, um, uh, Lisa... Uh, the troublemaker that she is stages a breakout where all of the uh, all of the women in this ward sneak through like uh, service ducts to find their own records because the doctors in the institution don't tell the patients what they have, and right. um, which I think probably a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Do we agree? You know, it's it's tough because the, the reasoning they give is pretty sound to me. The idea that it could affect their recovery. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if, so, if you were like pretty mentally ill and someone was like, you have schizophrenia, you'd be like, no, the fuck I don't. I don't have schizophrenia. I don't know. I think fight back. I think it's probably naming it probably makes it better for some people. I don't know. That I don't think sense. you're allowed to do yeah. that anymore. So. I think yeah. you, you got to tell people what they got. Something and about Winona HIPAA. Ryder has borderline personality disorder. That she does. That's the big thing that we learn from that scene, I believe. Yeah. And yeah. also, she's only been bowling once in her whole life. Can you believe that? Insane. How do you what have rich parents? You went through. How do you have rich parents and not bowl every day? Exactly. Exactly. If I had the cash, are you kidding me? I'd live in the alley. You didn't bowl every day. I bowled a lot. I bowled. We did go bowling quite a bit. Your house has a name on Google Maps, bro. (laughs) Does it really? I just remembered that. Yes, it does. I'm not going to say what it is, but yeah. Do you guys know that the architect who designed that house is still alive and just retired? 
Yeah, yeah. I don't have rich parents. My name's Sparky, and I don't go bowling every day. <laughs> the house Look was built guy. in 1962, and my parents just went down and met the architect. The architect called the the landline and was like, "Hey, I designed this house. Do you still live here? Um, who who is living here? I have some material that you might want to see." Because it had won an award for architecture, and he had the award that he was giving away. Mm. And my parents were like, "Yeah, that was my that was uh, my grandma, and my grand or my dad and my mom. My grandparents built the house. <laughs> my mom's wow. parents, and and they went down to Point Loma, and and talked with this fucking old old man for like twenty minutes about the house and about the additions." They drove to Point Loma and only talked to this guy for 20 minutes? I mean, how much are you fucking going to say? <laughs> how much are you going to say? We have been we've been talking for yeah. about 20 minutes. Do you think you could keep going? I live in this house. I designed that house. I know. Fucking how they stretched it to 20 minutes is a miracle of my mother's sociability. Cuz God True. knows my dad would only talk about ghosts. <laughs> Colin so Jost, Angelina just Jolie. Said? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sparky, it's pronounced ghost. So wait, did we talk about? Okay, shut the fuck up. Did we talk about? <laughs> no, no, how... no, 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 no. Ghosts was a good joke. That's a good joke. Wow. We gotta reward him wow. when he does something good. <laughs> you guys act like I belong in this institution. <laughs> fuck you. Maybe stop interrupting me. You freaking nutso. Sorry, it's the borderline case. Girl interrupted, more fuck. like Tino interrupted. <laughs> literally. Literally. <laughs> Did we talk about how Winona Ryder fucked that professor? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was one kind of, of the side thing. One of the friends of yeah. her parents uh, uh, had sex with her. That was it. And broke up their marriage, I think. I think they. That was the and thing. And I feel like. Definitely broke up the marriage, and I feel like maybe the first one in a while, am I right, boys? Haven't had one in a bit. An inappropriate age gap relationship. Oh, there you go. Yeah. We're back. 100%. They're back. We're back. Damn. Damn. Um, well, except last week, the out-of-towners even. was. Steve Martin was like 35 huh? years older than... Um, then who fuck who Goldie Hawn Goldie Hawn thank you I didn't know that that's wild they that's, honestly that's look not kind true. of the same I age I just, in that movie I, I made that up I made that up that's gotcha. not true no but it, see it, it I could believe be true. it because his hair his hair is white as ivory his hair has been white since he played the Copa in 84 <laughs> am I right up so top. true dude yep bam that was a high five Um. so Angelina Jolie Tells Winona Ryder to stop taking her pills. Okay, tongue that shit. And uh, they're one year while, apart. Goldie Hawn and okay, C. yeah. Martin. Just Frankly wanted to clear disgusting. that. Disgusting, huh? That's disgusting. Still disgusting. That's gross. Um. So yeah, and eventually they uh they give Angelina Jolie some shock treatment therapy type stuff. Yeah, well, the, well um, and so she's like. We're getting the fuck out of here. What's well, up? before that yeah, happened, up? they went on a field trip to. Uh, they went on a field trip to um, uh, get ice an cream. Ice cream parlor. Yeah. And and there was an incident where the woman, the hus, the wife of the professor that Winona Ryder slept with, confronted her, and the whole gang just sort of, or Angelina Jolie especially, like, really stood up for. Winona Ryder and like assaulted yeah, this they made woman a scene. and was like your ex-husband had a small dick and he probably was asking for it so um ah the old uno reverse card that's that's the one um which Got was him. which was honestly my Miller highlight the champagne of bits I liked how I liked it looked it's it was a moment where Winona Ryder really felt like she had community because all of these people, Lisa Lisa said, don't fuck with crazy people or something like that. And they all started barking at her. 
which Sick. N- none of them thought that they were dogs. Like that wasn't that wasn't a part of anyone's diagnosis. But they just like u- used what her connotations, their perceptions were to like defend their friend. And I thought that was nice. It was. Thought I it was nice. It. Um, and so then, yeah, they they break out of the institution, um, and Angelina Jolie and Winona Ryder. Uh, they like hitchhike a bit with these hippies to try and get to the city, uh-huh. and then they end up at Daisy's apartment. Well, the steps the steps were they hitchhiked with a bunch of hippies, and then they went to they were going to crash in New York with these hippies who all looked like Woody Harrelson, uh, and yeah. Angelina Jolie seduced one of the Woody Harrelsons, but then stole his wallet. And they ended up at Daisy's apartment, her big two-story apartment. And just in case any of the Supernatural fans are listening still, that was actually when the dude from Supernatural was in the movie. It wasn't earlier because there were two different party scenes. The one that was earlier was the guy that looked like my dad in the 70s. Right, yeah. Um, And so, yeah, they end up at Daisy's apartment. And Daisy's not happy about it because she doesn't love Lisa. Yeah, Um, very happy to see to see uh Winona Ryder but not Angelina Jolie. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Uh cuz they give her some Valium and then Angelina Jolie like goes off on Daisy for no reason just, and makes her feel like absolute shit. Yeah. Just really like uh Angelina Jolie's character is a like clinical sociopath. So um for sure. She she just like absolutely rips into every component of Daisy's being um, in a really aggressive and sad way. And co- come the next morning, Daisy had killed herself. Very, yeah, very sad. Yeah, she had. Very sad. And Angelina Jolie's response is to take the money out of her pocket and leave. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's really the moment where you see the divide between her and Winona because uh, the, the police come and one of the cops is Ice Cube. And he's like interviewing her. No, no. And he's like, no. "Was today?" He's like, "Was today a good day, ma'am? Was today a good day?" <laughs> it was still. No, it was, was not a good day, Mister Cube. It was still the '60s, so it wouldn't have been an integrated police force. So, I mean, maybe I don't actually. That know That is a good point. That. We saw Whoopi Goldberg Probably working not. as like a lead nurse. Also, a good point. Yeah, was an Ice Cube though. Was an Ice Cube. Winona calls the cops, gets the body taken away in an ambulance. You know. Goes back to the hospital. Steals her cat. Doesn't well, steal the cat. Saves her cat. Saves her Arguably cat. Arguably saves the cat. Um, and now the- Would have had no owner. And she she has this moment, um, Winona Ryder has this moment with Whoopi Goldberg where she apologizes. Because she had, there was a scene a while ago, well there was a scene where um, Elizabeth Moss's character was like having a breakdown and- uh, Winona Ryder got a guitar out of the locker and um, and sang to her all night long. Um, and then that's also when she, like, seduced this orderly. Um, and that's when Lisa and Winona got into a lot of trouble. And Winona Ryder yelled and screamed at, at Whoopi Goldberg and said a lot of very racist things. Very mm. racist things. Um, mm. So she apologizes, though. Um uh, luckily, luckily, you know, 21 years later, we'll solve racism. Um, so they don't have to worry about right. it for that much longer. Allegedly. I'm so glad that, I'm so glad that <laughs> now that Joe Biden is president, we don't have any problems anymore. I'm really glad that we, cause, cause the way I, I think of it, we solved racism in 2008 by electing Barack Obama, reaffirmed that in 2012 by reelecting him. And then... Something happened. We just kind of said fuck it and threw it all out the window. Well, no, mm. no, it was an anomaly. Mm. It was an anomaly because we had solved it, <laughs> and then right, it was over. And then something about the Koch brothers, and then we solved it again, right? The point yeah. is racism isn't structural. I think that's what I'm trying to drive at, and I think everybody would agree with that. Institutionalized, maybe. 
Heyo, <laughs> speaking of which, um, Winona yeah. Ryder really takes on. I was, that was satire. I, they were a racist country. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> you just spiked the camera. I'll, I'll, cut, I'll cut this all out. I'll just cut it all out. Um, <laughs> Winona Ryder really commits her, or in this heart to heart with Whoopi Goldberg, she really like lets out everything she's been feeling. And um, and Whoopi Goldberg is like, you really should say this stuff to your doctor. And as a result of that, she starts working with this doctor and telling her everything and writing everything down. And she gets better. Um, and she's really committed to her recovery. Um, and she starts painting. She starts painting. She's writing. Um, and then Lisa comes back. Uh oh. And she is not clean let me tell you she's on something <laughs> she yeah don't she, know what it is she's having a really rough go of it um and on the night that she's supposed to that winona Ryder's supposed to get out uh lisa steals uh her the journal she's been writing in and goes down to the basement with elizabeth moss's character polly and um the other woman who was uh selena meyer's bodyguard in veep remember her who married Catherine? Oh, didn't see yeah, i don't watch veep sorry about that man i think that this you guys really should you should watch Veep because I, I think i reference I it a think, lot i think if it's the person that i'm thinking of she's also been in another movie this year but i don't remember what it was 1999 or 2020 1999 oh, okay <laughs> She looks kind of like um, Daria's friend. Like she doesn't look like Daria, but the friend that Daria has. In what? In the comic Daria. I don't know. I don't know that. Maybe it. <laughs> Damn. What movie Guess I'm is the that? Only cool one. It's what? It's a comic, bro. Oh, why are you bringing? Th- this is a movie, a podcast about movies from 1999. You said she was in the. Oh wait, it's not a comic. It's a cartoon. I'm sorry. It's Clea. Doug? Clea you talking about Doug? Nah, she looks like Jane Lane. Clea from Duvall. Daria. It's it's Clea Duvall. She's been in. She's in Argo. That was a good one. The movie. Yeah, the movie. She's also in Veep. Anyway, she she is nice. a <laughs> compulsive liar. I think I think that's her thing. Um, and uh. She plays Georgina, so it's Georgina, Polly, and Lisa are in the basement in the service tunnels, um, and and Lisa reads out everything that uh, Winona had been writing, and they're not kind. She's not writing kind things. She's not writing nice things. Mm-mm. And because um, this is her private jo- private journal, right? You know, she's right. just gonna put all of her grossest thoughts in there. Yeah, and uh, Lisa, ch- they there's a big chase scene. And Lisa's yelling, and there's a lot of yelling. Um, and Winona Ryder is like uh, yelling at Lisa about how nobody cares about her and wouldn't care if she lived or died. But that's how everybody is. And I'd rather be a part of a broken world than not a part of it. Um, and that really gets through to Lisa. And she she had been holding a syringe of something up to her uh, up to her arm, um, and uh, puts it down. And Lisa ends up recovering. Um, that was also a, a, a there. That was the cold open of the movie. Was also a flashback to that scene or a flash forward to that scene. So it's kind of a callback, you know? Right. Um, yes, and uh, and she gets out, and everything's good, and that's that's the end of it. Did I miss anything? Did we miss anything? Nah, yeah, I think, I that's think it. we got the gist. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do we have an ad? Yeah, I got an ad for us. Hit it. Hit it. Our sponsor this week is ultralax you ever want to just take a fucking dump like you ever want to take a huge poo 
You ever want that for yourself? Because trust me, this shit is cr- like, oh my God, this shit's crazy. I took some last night and I hadn't even eaten all day. Literally all I had was Ultralax and I still pooped. I don't know what, I don't know what the poop was made of. It made poop for me and then sent it right out. Sometimes you just really want to open your bottom hatch and just fucking blast off. And exactly. That's when I, I reach for super lax. Yeah, I Ryan take it on takes the it on the weekends. <laughs> it's like a party. Ryan takes it on the weekends okay. to fill his hours. You know, if you're like yeah. me and you only shit at work, <laughs> then you know that coming home on the weekends, your body's thrown off. The routine is off, and sometimes you're a little. It's hard to go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I just absolutely. pop a couple of these things, and away we go, ladies and gentlemen. We're off to the races. Makes sense. So yeah, if In you want to get. If you want to get 15% off of your Ultralax order, use the code 99100. Also, make sure that you uh, inquire about their business packages where you can sponsor an entire office to just be pooping. Oh, yeah. Day in, day out. Get your office on Superlax. Superlax. It was Ultralax. Ultralax. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Ultralax. It's okay. Probably not going to get sponsored by them again. Probably Thanks a lot, not. Man. I'm sorry. Yeah, on, I'm man. sorry. I'm sorry. Damn it. Ultralax. Shit hard. That's the tagline. That's the tagline. Oh, Dewey Cox story. <laughs> Dewey Coxic story. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, boys. Who's the boss? Okay. Listen, I feel like I always chime in early. I want you guys to take it because I have a good answer. Okay, Ryan, who's the boss? Angelina. Um, wrong. Tina, what was I, your good idea? Oh, wait, can I come back? Can I come yeah, back? Come back Jeffrey come Tambor. On. Yeah. Jeffrey Tambor. Jeffrey Tambor, yeah. There you go. The guy who was taking advantage of his uh, mental patient? The guy that was taking advantage of his mental patient and sleeping through therapy sessions, that's the boss? Mm. Yeah, dude. He controls the pills. He look, controls bud. the money. I don't know, bud. I don't know. He controls the pills. Man. He controls the money. And those who control the pills and controls the money rules the world. I mean, I think you're probably right about that. Unfortunately, I think I think when that we say true. who's the boss, though, we kind of want a positive role model. You know, like that guy's a <laughs> fucking boss, dude. Dude, life isn't yeah. just daisies and butterflies. Okay. I guess you're right about that, but I don't know how that's true. T- what were you guys going to say? Damn, actually, wow, I never thought about it like that. Wow. Wait, so life isn't... I really isn't... thought the world was all daisies and butterflies, bro. What else is there? Flowers and bugs. If not for daisies and butterflies. Unreasonably There's... hot food. Yeah, lava. Heard of it? That shit is yeah, bad. <laughs> and what is lava but but just unbelievably hot food taken to the extreme? Exactly. Exactly. You ever have a Totina's pizza roll? It's basically lava in there. Basically. Yeah, dude. Ripping hot magma. Yeah, 100%. Who would you say is the boss? I think the boss okay. is Whoopi, right? It's Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, yeah, it's Whoopi. Yeah. I thought we were just See, fucking around. I wasn't going to say that. I, that was my first choice, but it felt too, too you know, on the nose. And it's I know about easy, noses. But, but it's it's perfect, man. She's like the best therapist in the whole place and she doesn't even have a doctorate incredibly patient incredibly patient yeah. beautiful okay all right oh okay you think it was the balding <laughs> like okay i'm not even gonna get into it bro it's not jeffrey tambour i'll tell you that much what about the second therapist that uh uh winona Ryder sees who speaks in latin and shit she seems pretty she was cool. pretty solid too. Yeah. She is cool, yeah. Into that. Yeah. Need that. Hey Ryan, you got a rap for us, my man? Yes, I do, Sparky. Can you redeem your shitty performance this week? From what? Got what it. it. I've been doing fine. Okay. What are you talking about? <laughs> I thought it was pretty good last week too. I had no no qualms. No qualms. I did get a little hyped up last time. I also only got up to where we end, where Daisy's end. Ryan, happens. I want you to get as hyped up as possible. Wait. Don't try to oh. restrain yourself. You okay? watched the all whole right. movie, though. You weren't saying that's all you got to watching. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I saw the whole movie, okay. just, All it's right. hard to write a rap I, about this. Sure, so. I understand, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll take and, that. It's very problematic, but we'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> Do you want a producer tag? Sure, go for it, man. Jeffrey Tambor Beats. <laughs> open in the hospital, open I'm intolerable, open mind in a pasta bowl. Jared Leto makes an appearance, Jared Leto makes her fear, make her affearments. Winona is taking pills, Elizabeth Moss got no fills, Whoopi Goldberg got no chills, Lisa Cage like a cougar, no frills. She's angry at Suzanne, old roommate is no man, got gone to the heavens, got no plans, it's a classic mental hospital movie, hide the pills under the tongue, it's not tropical, not groovy. Sleeping at graduation, got no sleep, walk up to the podium, no peep, I'm the, this one guy's brother, I saw you Z, you're really pretty when you're out, G. Cut to the bedroom with a visitor. Cut to the bedroom inquisitor. Cut to the kitchen, no finisher. Collecting these chickens dinner for her. I got an addict, a loony, a sad girl, and a burnt one. Get the records, the bowling, the knowledge, and the new one. Borderline personality disorder and a nutty professor. An affair ruined marriage and a nutty professor. Getting ice cream and a nutty successor. (laughs) A guide to hitchhiking in the... On the way to daisies, given some Valium, burning like Macy's. Now the girl is upstairs and she's pushing daisies. I'm sorry. Damn, (laughs) bro. That was fire, That was really good, man. Yeah. My only question is, what is an affirmant? (laughs) I, okay, so a fear man, but I really tried to just shove it in there, you know? Sure, yeah, I'll take that. Ryan Edelstein forcing a rhyme? Well, that'll be the day. That nutty professor. The nutty role professor was fantastic. The nutty professor was probably probably the best best line you have written in the course of this whole thing. I've yeah. done that before. You guys just don't acknowledge it. Um, you I said listened the to nutty him. professor joke before. No, 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 no. But I've done similar roles. You know, like well, that what I just did there. I I have listened to every one of your raps twice, so. I think I'm pretty authoritative. Since you forget what your raps are between the time that you write them and read them in a five-minute span, I think I can <laughs> claim okay, to be an authority on them. Now that brings us to our final segment on this movie, Milk or Merlot. Boys, where do we rule? Honestly, I'm going to give it straight. I think this was a Merlot. Mm. Mm. I liked it. Huh. I thought it was a good film. I would agree with that. I think uh, I think it's very good. It's is emotionally very difficult to get through. I think I think I had a I had a rougher time, you know, getting through sure. it emotionally. But um, that is still it's pretty got good. Some, it's got some like uh, cringy perks of being a wallflower energy at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. What about what about you, movie. Ryan? You like it? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was okay. It was hard again. Yeah, like the screaming, really challenging to sit through at points but uh overall yeah not too bad i honestly because when i started this movie i thought it was gonna be horrible the opening i was quite disappointed not drawn in whatsoever watching this more of an as an obligation but the longer that i've watched it uh it kind of grew on me much like a fine wine there Mm. you go there you go well it's perfect well that just means we need one thing from you ryan to wrap this up and i really like it if you just Gave it to us, you know. Okay, what I'm gonna be straight with you boys. Okay, I'm gonna cool. be straight with you boys. Real quick, I what know... are all the parts? What are all the parts of a chicken? Because you got the breast, you got the wings, uh, the, the wing, the wings, and then, and then you. Oh yeah, they have legs. Oh, so like, um, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, really yeah. want to buy into that because I knew that there was a joke coming, and I didn't want to look like a fucking fool. But um, I see it's like, yeah. But you have to listen to this other stat. Opening weekend, it only made $95,000. I don't know how many Damn. fucking times I have to tell you this. Low opening That's weekend fucked. That's means fucked for any how many fucking How many fucking theaters, huh? How many theaters did it open with? Find that, you fucking stat oh, it only, monkey. It only opened in nine theaters. Oh, my fucking God. Damn. Look at that. Oh, my goodness. How how do you explain it? How could I have possibly deduced that? Okay, I didn't see that stat. There are movies that do that poorly Fuck. all the time. All right. Pretty decent wow, revenue. Wow, getting so mad at me. Calm down. Look at this pretty nutty dece, professor over here. Am I right, guys? <laughs> pretty decent gross. <laughs> Adjusted inflation, yeah, domestic you. box office total, 
Uh, $48 million, 841000 So broke production budget and mm. completely blasting through that $95,000 opening weekend. Clearly. And now the legs. The legs. The legs? And the legs. 3.10. Ooh. That's not bad. Middle of the road. Yeah, that's not bad. No, not that. Not not too bad they at des- all. They deserve more legs. I'll say it. I think they deserve more legs. I, I, I would like to see at least... Point three more legs. Mm. Mm. I can't give those to you. We only got three of them. <laughs> that's all right. Damn. Well, that's going to wrap up our recap of Girl Interrupted. I do want to point out, Angelina Jolie won an Oscar for that. Did you Did you know? I didn't, didn't know. She, she did a great job. She was very, very good. She was very convincing. Um, uh, but if you want more convincing talk from us, which... Statistically, three to eight of you do. Um, <laughs> well, three to five, I guess. Are you guys downloading the podcast? Yeah, I'll listen uh, to. I'll give yes. it a listen once. Okay, so two, two to four people. Okay. That's you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you can come back next week when we will be talking about the insider. The 1999 Sounds classic. Boring. Let me get you the. Sounds let me give you, like a snooze fest. Um, it was also up for Oscars, actually. Uh, exactly. Those fucking clowns. I don't know how the Oscars didn't just fucking quit when uh, when what's his face uh, didn't accept the award and sent the Native American girl up instead. Who was that? Who did that? Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. That's right. Yeah. Pretty cool. How did they not just fucking close down after that, being so fucking humiliated? Yeah, dude, I don't know. Really showed it to the white men. Rich people love awards. I guess that's true. Um, Here's the log line. A research chemist comes under personal and professional attack when he decides to appear in a 60 Minutes expose on Big Tobacco. (gasps) Uh Uh-oh. It stars... Al Pacino, Russell Crowe, Christopher Plummer, and uh, oh, it's got Philip Baker Hall, who I think was in um, one of the other movies we watched. I don't remember, though. Well, if you want nice. that, you're going to have to come back next week. Um, or if you're us on Tuesday, since we're going to record a whole fucking bunch of these. So if you are listening back through all of them and you feel that the quality dips among the next couple, that's why. And if you're and still don't, listening, don't get mad right about now. it. Frankly, don't get pissed, okay? Because I'm really sensitive, and and we're doing this I'm for free, hate, so deal with it. Yeah, and if I'm getting a lot of hate comments, I'm gonna be sad. So I don't want that for me. Philip Baker Hall was in Magnolia, so banner year for him, huh? Not Philip Seymour Hoffman. They were both in that movie. Insane. Crazy. Well, I have been your oh, fuck. Moonshine in a Mason Jar host, Sparky Shelton. And I have been your tequila in a barrel host, Tino the Man Mickens. And as always, I'm Ryan. And now, Classical Gas. <laughs> <laughs>